There are two wolves inside you. One is James Acaster interviewing Richard Iowati. The other is Richard Iowati threatening James Acaster with two handfuls of eggs. Welcome to GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Hey everybody and welcome to episode 357 of the GeekCast Beat me about podcast. my back, neck, and assy nipples. <laughs> I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always... Rob Bass. Hello, friends. <laughs> and Cartoon Joe! And Cartoon Joe! Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick, the world has been awaiting your return to the show. You must tell us about this roast beef sandwich. Well, it was uh, it was artistic, and then it was violent, and then it was a labor of love, and then it was masochistic, and then I, I refused to eat it, and then I wanted to eat it, and then the art wasn't right, and the light wasn't right, and I ultimately just made a PB&J after 48 hours. No shit. <laughs> No shit. So you I just couldn't, abandoned the, head, the project. The head cheese, the head cheese never took. Well, listen. Which, I mean, it's, I've only made an aspic once, and so it's hard to get that. It's really hard to get it. You know, that perfect, that perfect mix of rigidity and gelatinous. You know, mm-hmm. it's like my sex life. Hey, look, I hear you. I, I, I mean, I, I slaughter, I, I harvested the beef myself, did, cured, pickled, thin shaved. Uh, I stole Paul's mother yeast and, and had <laughs> some rye. <laughs> That's right. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the edibles kicked in at... Uh, 10.22 Eastern Time. Oh, holy shit. Joe, you remembered the name of Paul's mother yeast. Right on wow. cue. You didn't even have to search the Rolodex. Let's not even bother unpacking the fact that he named his mother yeast. Let's just... I, listen. Game Don't bury the game. Lead. My brother, you just killed it. Like, <laughs> good night, everybody. Thanks for episode 357. Uh, t- it's titled itself. Oh, Hello. wow. Yeah. The things I remember. Fuck, that's outstanding. He's such an amazing creature. Yes. <sighs> the P-Star. Joe's good, too, but... Oh, I didn't mean not. Neat. That's fucking funny. Neat. Fucking neat. So yeah, the uh, the rye, I baked the rye, had the roast beef, uh, the the head cheese never never materialized. So it was uh, 177 hours, probably not the best spent. I think it was good. I think it was spent well. I don't fault Maybe. you. A yeah. good roast beef I, sandwich is. You got to do what you got to do. Mm. I gave it everything I had. 
Really? You really did. I, although finding out that you just, you made it and then said, you know, the lighting's not right. And then A to PB and J is, is it couldn't be yes. more you. It is. My inner masochist just is never far from uh, my heart. Oh, what were we talking man. about before that? Well, we, so we just left. Um, we normally, oh, have yeah, our, that. <clears throat> we normally have our pre-show uh, this week. We, for, we, we uh, forego. How do I want to say this? Because I want to say we forego our show. I usually say forwent. We forwent. I don't know if it's an actual word, but usually you usually (laughs) say that. (laughs) My problem is that in my head, I I I forgo a lot of stuff. We forego our pre-show, but I didn't like the sound of the O at the end of forego and show. That bothered me. So I hesitated. And then so I'm just going to go with forewent. We forewent our pre-show because we had Dane Cook um, with Brian Green and Jen Ficino in the comedy podcast club tonight. And uh, we got to sit in on that. And I, I got to tell you, there's um, I took two things out of it. For me, the first thing is, is when you see Dane in his comedy specials and when you see him in like waiting and in uh, Mr. Brooks and all these things, uh, you you think that maybe this guy might be like a spiky-haired dick. Yes, and then you listen he, to him talk on Clubhouse in and in he the is uh, absolutely not that. Yes, He's not in fact a uh, bootleg Dax Shepard. Is something in, in the Area Fifty One movie? He would one hundred percent be cast as a Kyle, maybe as the Kyle. Yes, but he's not. No, he is. He may be the Ubermensch. It's possible. Um, he is. Uh, he is kind. He is um, thoughtful. He is um, not beyond reproach. Uh, and and there was a moment in the pre-show where there was a guy on stage who got. Uh, uh, he was, he was really dickish to another guest on stage. I thought, I thought um, Dane was very polite in saying he was simply rude. He was rude. He was. <laughs> and that's the difference between me and Dane Cook. I yeah. called him a dick. Dane said, hey, man, you were really rude. And, and then Dane made him apologize. And he did. And I got to tell you, uh, the guy, uh, he wasn't selling himself to anybody, but he sold himself to me. And I gotta, I, I'm a big Dane Cook guy. And I'm proud to say it he was uh he was super cool and and you know he ended his his time up there by saying hey if you didn't get to ask a question if you're something you've ever wanted to ask if uh dm me reach out to me i'll respond and i have reached out to him and he does respond so i know that to be true yeah i uh i had a slightly different take if you can believe that i can uh, <laughs> I do agree with you that I, I definitely was not a uh, not a self-serving person, you know, in a uh, clubhouse room of a couple hundred people. You know, that's really not you don't go there to pander. And uh, I didn't. He definitely did not seem to be. So that the the, the humility is definitely cool. Uh, good to see. Um, I think maybe a part of that because uh, you know he's a older than you think he is and i don't say this disparagingly of him but you know he hasn't really done anything in the last decade 
So some of those things that you listed off are from his like, you know, formative Chotsky years <laughs> in entertainment. And a lot of his live shows, the ones that we probably know his work from are from kind of his probably, I won't say he was doing lines of coke, but metaphorically his, you know, lines of coke younger years. <laughs> his you know, metaphorical very, lines of coke years. Yeah, very bombastic. Yeah. He's a, but he has, he has stayed busy in a, in a wiser, wiser old sage phase of his Sure, I, No, I, I know he still works, but I mean, he seemed like he probably just has a more reflective position as a guy in his, you know, mid forties than when he was oh, no, you know, totally. playing Madison Absolutely. Square Garden when he was 30. Yeah. When you're no, you are completely right. I mean, I, I think you gain, you probably do gain some perspective and, and he's had a lot of things go. I mean, he, uh, he had his 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 fortune fucking taken from him by his I think his brother or brother in law, who was his manager at the time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's he's definitely rode like he rode a wild high, and then fucking took a nosedive. So there's wow. uh yeah, he has the the tenor of a guy who's who's had you know taken some lumps uh, along the way. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that part of it. That, Rid- that ridden out. the dragon to hell. And seriously, so I remember, um, you know, for for a long, like, I mean, I owned, this is going to date, you know, it's 2007, so it's not really dating myself, 2006, 7, 8, somewhere in there. I owned a lot of Dane Cook DVD sp- like specials. Like, when he did Madison Square Garden, I, I owned that on DVD. Um, and it was, like, it was extremely funny. Is that the one, uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure... Many of his specials have been on your TV at your house, but I think the first time I saw Dane Cook was probably that special on your TV at your house. Most likely, my old house on the on yeah. the brick road. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course, I mean, like I'm looking now. I'm looking at my I, uh, there. I can see Mr. Brooks. I can see um, I can see waiting, which is a Ryan Reynolds vehicle, but I mean, he's in it. Right. Um, and I think so is Luis Guzman, which is fantastic. <laughs> but uh, where so am yeah, I going? We talk about more. We don't talk enough about Luis Guzman. We really that don't. Is, he's got is, he's got himself a a, a fairly his IMDb page is fast. Yeah, he's got a, a pretty unique uh, uh, book of business. Oh, I know what I was saying. Um, and then, like you said, Nick, he kind of like went away. And then I remember it was it was in September, and I was hearing that there was this Fast Times at Ridgemont High table read, and I was really I love that movie, and I love the concept of you know we all have a circle of friends, whether it's through work or through you know the softball league or um, where we grew up, whatever it is, guys you talk to still from high school, whatever. Right. Um, you, you don't think about the fact that like Sean Penn also has a circle of friends. His circle of friends are does just he? people. Well, no, he doesn't. Does he? He's a, well, no, no, because he's a dick. But Brad yeah, Pitt has. You a can't circle have a mustache friends. like that and and have people respect you. I was going to say the the bees he probably keeps in his apiary, but then I was like, no, nah, bees are chill. <laughs> yeah, they don't like Sean Penn. Yeah, no. The, the difference is, is that like Brad Pitt's he's a, he's circle a of friends man. are all famous. He is a he wasp a, man. He is a wasp man. And not white Anglo-Saxon Protestants either. No, like, no, like, multi-stinging fucking hammer times. 
Right. He's like an actual wasp man. Yeah. Um, so I'm watching Fast Times. I'm watching this table read. We, we, we actually, Natalie and I uh, paid the money to watch it, all that stuff. I thought it was going to be really cool. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, who is like this host guy? Like, I don't even, and then it clicks, it dawns me. I'm like, oh my God, that's fucking Dane Cook. <laughs> like, I didn't, I hadn't seen him in a decade. So I, it's almost like you forget what he looks like. And boom, there he is, Dane Cook doing this fucking table read. One of the best table reads I've ever seen, first of all, because and not just because Shia LaBeouf plays Spicoli and not just because he gets literally fucking hired in a goddamn kite while he's doing it. If you haven't seen it, it is worth it's on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, it's worth watching. It's fucking tremendous. Shia be Shia. Well, he is, dude, at one point he he takes a big hit of this fucking joint and starts doing his line and then he starts ad-libbing it, ad huh. it a bit and Sean Penn and Brad Pitt and McConaughey can't fucking keep their shit together. <laughs> they fucking lose it because he's just, he's, Shia is so fucking good and so method at what he's doing and they're just they're, I mean, they're loving it. It is absolutely wonderful. And that was Dane Cook. Dane Cook put all yeah. that together. He put all of it together. He just so, said, I want to do it and started making phone calls. You I'm were surprised saying, he, uh, that, that's a pretty top loaded list of, of folks to get together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, impromptu. So, uh, the other, piece here and then i'll let joe have his say as i'm sure he's got deep thoughts um now that we've sung the praises of old d sizzle i still i mean i've, I've rephrased it brian and, and jen do a great job and there are plenty of people who do but i still think clubhouse is dog shit that forum is so intolerable to me I got a. I have like it's two just, things I, now. I've tried, I wanna, I I've tried multiple, what Ryan said. multiple platforms, and that's just fucking. Yeah. It's have just, you, It's bad. Have you, Nick, spent a lot of time in the comedy pod, comedy club, comedy podcast club at all on Clubhouse? No, because because so I, so what it sounds to me your your complaint immediately at the beginning of this talking about uh, like comparing. Dane Cook and the the moderators to other clubhouse experiences. It sounds like the majority of clubhouse things you've gone to have been like self promoting dog shit. And so I far, haven't found anything that isn't. I mean, that's honestly, because you spent no time in the comedy podcast club on Clubhouse. There's there's the occasional dickhead who gets on stage and can't shut the fuck up about themselves. But 99.9% .9 of the time, it's just cool people hanging out, having a laugh. That's what, that's what most of the only times that I happen to tag in. It's the, it's the former. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. See, because one of the things that we're trying to do with the Comedy Podcast Club is not just have um, room after room after room after room where people um, either self-insert how to or, succeed in comedy without really trying right or how to monetize your podcast or yeah. um, how to how to start a six-figure career using Instagram how to jerk off on your own face for $10,000 an hour I would do, 
your I own would, floating rib with minimal tools. Yes. I would, Joe, I would do that for $10,000 now. I would, for that price, yes, I would too. There's not, if you want to go back to last week's pre-show, things you wouldn't do but would do for the right price, yeah. I would jerk off on my own face for $10,000 an hour. I think that's fair. I would probably do it for $1,000 an hour if we're really going to be serious. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> a lot of our comedy podcast rooms are like uh, the Kevins have one that is One Joke Workout, which is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I think. And it's literally just... Uh, if you have a joke and maybe you need help with the setup or you need help with the punchline, um, come in and, and share it and then we'll kick it around the room. Like, how can we make that joke? How can we make that land for you? Or how can we set that joke up for you better? Well, that makes sense. If you have a small, small group of like-minded people that are just, they're interacting with well, each a other. Lot of it our seems rooms, like the majority of what's on is, is there, and I'm not taking a shot at Dink up by any stretch, but like, you know, pseudo celebrities or trying to tag and get pseudo celebrities in the room to talk about shit that really has nothing to do with anything except somebody's agenda. And Dan Cook was interested in just talking about life. So that was nice. Um, but I guess I'd either rather listen to an interview. The, the, the Sunday night show with, with Eddie Brill. Group chat. Yeah, see, the problem. I guess I don't like, I don't want, I, don't want, I, I don't listen to. In my regular life, I don't care for or listen to call-in shows of any kind. I just, I'm not a fan of that uh, uh, form of anything. I don't really yeah. care what regular people have to say, ever. <laughs> I almost never care what I don't care have to what say regular either. people but say. If it, was a, if it was like a small group, like, maybe I'm just used to this, where it's kind of like a, just an organic conversation, maybe with a little bit of structure, but then it's just people, you know, talking or or asking some, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's a great, you know, it's a great show questions, but great room for that is the, uh, the geek cast live pre-show room. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> for, I've heard they're pretentious. I mean, That's just a true. little, but maybe I'd give it a shot. It's so hey, that's you know my, what my take again for you. I hate people. We all know this. So oh. the idea, it's just I, I, I don't like giving, I don't like giving hucksters, shucksters, dumbasses, charlatans a voice. Into I my get that. Bit. There's a, uh, there's a room every once in a while on Clubhouse that I see that is like, um, are Jews bad? Oh come, no! Come tell us, or. Um, it's like the topic of the room is like, why, like, huh? Why aren't you a Nazi? (laughs) Right. Is that a real thing? Really? What I'm, what I'm worried about with Clubhouse, like every social platform, is that it's going to get overrun by, um, like alt-right. Radicals. QAnon radicals. And it's going to literally destroy the app. Because what we have going at the comedy, uh, the comedy podcast club is really cool, and uh, and I would hate to see that go away because I couldn't associate with an app. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah. like saying like like no, what we're doing on Parlor is really cool, <laughs> <laughs> right? 
You know what I mean? Like, uh, no, hard. Well, how much time Speaking, do you spend on this platform? Given so day? I, I'm, I'm on club. So, I mean, I drive all the time, so I'll be on clubhouse. Like when one of the guys in the club have a room, I'm normally, I normally try to get on it. Um, otherwise every once in a while I'll, I'll check it out. And if there's a room that interests me, see, the cool thing is if you go to the hallway and you scroll all the way to the bottom of the rooms, there's a thing that says explore. When you click on that, you can go like to every room that's open. And I like to go all the way to the bottom and find the rooms where it's like four dudes. And the topic might be like, how do you like your coffee? I'll jump in that room and we'll talk about coffee for a while. Um, nice. Uh, there's just, a lot of people. That's where, that's where we differ. You just, you genuinely like people and, and I, like talking. So I guess it does fit. I like, it fits. I like talking to people. Yeah. I don't, I don't like people. I do like talking to people though. You love people. I have a hot new, I don't know. That kind of makes my skin crawl when you say that. Cause then it makes me have to self-reflect and then maybe I actually do like people. And I, I don't. I think you do. I, uh, you, I don't mean well, it as person, a slam, even if you don't like, like you, people. you are, you're, you're so like you, aside from your family, of course, I'm not suggesting that they're, you know, the secondary piece like you could if you were cut off from mass interaction on a massive scale with i would die people you wouldn't function i would and, die yeah. yeah and so maybe you don't think you like people like heroin addicts don't think they have a problem but you in fact crave the interaction of people good hey can bad. i can i can i interrupt you real quick I'm getting ready to send you guys a picture. Excellent. There's a there's a throw pillow in my basement. All right. Um, it's kind of this is weird. This is going to sound weird. <laughs> you know what we should do though? If we're, we're gonna if 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 you're gonna try and sway me, then we should all randomly jump into small populated rooms. And there's a there's a one percenters only room. Are you a giver or a taker? <laughs> the law of attraction. Right That's now, on right now. Clubhouse with ninety three participants. How do you get that? Where do you find that? Just, oh, you can get you can find smaller rooms. Yeah. No. Hey, anyway, I'm just curious. I, I'm getting ready to send you guys a picture. Oh, there's Explorer. I found it. Hey, does this throw pillow I'm sending you in a, in in our text thread? Does it look like the Necronomicon? Hmm? Well, I'm I'm going to it now. <laughs> yeah. Did you send anything? I just is sent it, it. Is it in, is it in uh, <laughs> Discord or the text thread? No, I just I just sent it in uh, our text thread here. Yes, I see. It's it's got Thanos's face. It does, and it's sitting on what I believe is Professor Slughorn. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. Well, it's <laughs> that that is the Necronomicon. <laughs> is that throw pillow the Necronomicon? It looks mm -hmm. it's either it's either that or the facade of Castle Grayskull. I don't yeah, know what it is. It looks exactly like what I imagine Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina looks like. <laughs> Weird. <A> candle? <laughs> yeah, a big melted wax. I candle. am I the only one who has no problem with Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle? No, I have no problem with it. I just think it's weird. Oh I no! Have a it's because of all the other shamanism yeah. shit that she. Hugs. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have a problem no with her reason. jade eggs and her vagina, va uh, vaginal steaming. But 
Well, you got to get the wrinkles yeah. out somehow. Yeah, I mean, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd buy a Yankee version of a great snapper. I mean, I'd, <laughs> me too. That, that, Red that, snapper, no, white snapper, no, great mm-hmm. snapper, whatever. Yellow tuna. Great snapper. Nope. <laughs> oh, nope. Bingo. <laughs> I would like Miss I think Bill Leslie Nielsen. Oh, seriously. Honestly, does he have a we need to find out if Bingo. Leslie Nielsen has some sort of charity or cause he championed when he was still alive because I would love to give some dollar bills to whatever he was into. <laughs> and I hope it's something weird like and not like weird like like juvenile diabetes, but right. weird like Running uh, shoes for dogs or yeah. some fucking <laughs> the, like the, the center for people who can't laugh good and want to learn. <laughs> right. What is a, do. <laughs> what did he say in Naked Gut? Uh, I say skin the cats, give their fur to the homeless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, he's a water crisis supporter. Water crisis. Uh-huh. Like he wants to cause one. <laughs> Yes. Yep. He's a a fucking damn buster. That was his hobby. Uh, he would he would go to crumbling economies and fucking destroy their hydroelectric dams. <laughs> that created that created my favorite show title in the theme of uh, Grayson Allen. Glue magnate. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, comma, damn buster. Nice. <laughs> oh, fucking miss that guy. Yeah, he was a world-renowned comic actor. Uh, no, he had for, several oh, charitable no, endeavors. Movies. Uh, he was in some weird movies towards the end, like all those like uh, spoof movies, like Not Another Teen Movie and mm-hmm. like Teenage yeah. Horror Conglomerate. Yeah, all of the what, not another was a scary movie and not another scary movie. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. He was yes. the president in one of those movies, I think. I think he did play the president. If Leslie Nielsen was alive today, would they cast him in the MCU? Yes, I think no. so too. I think they would cast him as like a bureaucrat X. He would have been cast instead of Gary Shandling. To play like the one senator who is also a member of Hydra. Yes. <laughs> uh, fucking A. Actually, pretty good. Uh, uh, he was a big March of Di- March of Dimes. He was a March big of March of Dimes, Dimes guy. guy. And yep, and uh, yeah, and 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 the previously <laughs> and, mentioned and water Easter vandal. seals. Easter, yep. <laughs> Easter seals. Yeah. And and okay. summer otters, like like help the Inuit celebrate the resurrection. No, you guys haven't heard of Easter seals. No, yes, I I, I am familiar with Easter. I say, Nick, Nick, you've heard of Easter yeah. seals, yeah. I, I mean, clearly, I have. Yep the the, yep, no the little fellows that ride the, that ride the tricycles. All abilities, limitless possibilities. Tassel hats. <laughs> I think those are Shriners. Nope, those are now forever known as Easter Seals. <laughs> I am going to join the organization now. I was on the fence before. Right, you were you were like, you know what, Easter Seals might not be for me. And then Nick said, funny hats and go-karts. And you're like, son of a bitch, <laughs> I'm in. Sign me up. Oh, I'm about threw up. 
Oh, I'm with Fez now. So Fez is a cool. <laughs> oh, that, that was bad. I was laughing and burping and about puked. <laughs> that was good. That was, you got me right in mid Coors Light. You know, where you're at the bottom third of your Coors Light bottle and you have it tipped straight vertical? Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, and, it's and then directly you hit, then you hit with funny hats and go-karts. And I <laughs> yeah. fucking lost <laughs> Hey, you had a you had a little mini game you wanted to play for our do review this week. You still want to do that? Uh, if we need to fill fifteen more minutes, yeah. All right, let's do it. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Shut up, James Woods. There's sushis and sashimis here. It's time for a do review. Uh, well, we were I don't remember what we were talking about. It was something in the text thread, but with the old um, uh, morality color wheel. Or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, I don't. What, what were we talking about for that? I, I don't know what we we're talking about, but you brought up the color Something wheel tripped game. It. Yeah, because we talk about the color wheel often. And and I I brought that up to a new listener that we have, um, a local guy who just got who just stumbled onto our podcast, and I told him that tonight we might be playing the color wheel game, and he said, "Well, what's that?" And I said, oh. well, "You know, like I said, like you know, like the color wheel, you know, like." red and green are opposite on the color wheel. And I said, so for example, if I were to say Dwayne Johnson, and he immediately said Pee Wee Herman, which is correct. Yep. Yeah. Pretty good. That, that's that's pretty good for pretty a first good. time he, player he of the color the wheel game. He gets the spirit game. of the game. He yeah. gets the spirit of the game. Exactly. So well, I think you'd, you'd started off with the aforementioned uh, Dane Cook because rather talked about on this show so i mean who is on the opposite end of give it a big spend what is the opposite of a dane cook on the color wheel jamie kennedy Ooh, so you're you're keeping it with like in within the specific subspinny of comic or comic right the direct opposite of the direct comic opposite of dane cook is jamie kennedy the uh, if you were to kiss just in the world, the direct opposite of Dane Cook is, I was, an, I was gonna say is an acorn. Louis style pizza. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. St. Louis style pizza, <laughs> like so. like that emo's pizza with the weird like Vangelis. Yeah, cheese. Rob's yeah, not here. They call it. here to def- to Rob's try. not here to defend himself. So, <laughs> world famous, delicious St. Louis style Thousand Island jizz pie. <laughs> Thousand Island Jizz Pie. I'm not sure if that's what the If that's not says, on the list of show titles for this well, Joe, I'm typing the word pie as, <laughs> as we speak. Excellent. But on the comedy wheel, I like your Jamie Kennedy. That's that. that I don't know that I can beat that. I think. I don't know if I want uh, to. Not a comedy one, but like a, an actor. I'd go Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not, you're, you're a little off. So yeah. You, yeah. Instead of instead of going red to green, you went red to blue. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know if that's that, fair. I don't that's know if fair. that means that the because it's Christopher Mintz Plasse. The warm color or not? That see that I like what you're doing there, McLovin. <laughs> McLovin, right? <laughs> A 20 year old Hawaiian organ donor. <laughs> <laughs> Which that movie yeah. has two. That movie has two. Two throwaway lines in it that are the, some of the funniest fucking things in, in film. One of them is hit, when, hit me, when, hit me. 
when Michael Sarah says, yeah, yeah, that's what they'll think. You're a, a 20 year old Hawaiian organ donor. And then when, when, <laughs> when Jonah Hill says, when he comes out of the supermarket and, and Christopher Mins plus is wearing that vest and he tells him that he looks like fucking Peter Pan. <laughs> I fucking die. It is a, I mean, it's a, obviously a good movie, but it's, it's a massively underrated movie. I mean, that's, that's Sarah and Jonah, like in their, their prime before they yes. were, you know, kind of aged out of their sweet spot. They, yes. They are dynamic together. They are, it yeah, is. I, I'm going so to say that. I think you nailed it with, with old mince plus. That's, that's yeah. the right <laughs> answer. <laughs> Uh, so, Joe, give it, give us a give us a random spin on the color wheel. Um, Basil Hayden's dark rye. They have a dark rye. They, they do. do have a dark rye. It's got port in it. Uh, then I think the opposite of that is is uh, like slow gen uh, deluxe edition. Whatever the fuck uh, they make is like they're <laughs> to try and get off the bottom shelf. I was gonna say absolute bubblegum vodka. Oh, that's solid. I was gonna go dark eyes vodka. <laughs> yes, dark eyes special batch or whatever they whatever they try to call dark it. eyes <laughs> special batch. It's the same <laughs> thing. Well, it's, they it, it they charge you four kind of plastic bottle. They charge right. you four more dollars for a different typeface. Right. Uh-huh. It's uh it's it's a plastic that that more closely resembles glass. Right. It's got like that uh, it gives it a little reflective kind of sheen. Right. It's it's a little take. more mother of pearl. Yeah, it's a little sturdier. You can't squeeze it on the shelf. Right. Like yeah. it's resistant plastic. Mm-hmm. Resistant plastic. <laughs> you know. Like James Spader's. It'll mentioned. it'll still strip the veneers off your teeth, but yeah. Like, did you say like James Spader's <laughs> new show, New Chin? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Does he have a new show? No, I just thought that's what you said. Uh, oh fucking God, Spader. that's fucking funny. Um. <sighs> Ryan, give give the color wheel a spin. Yeah, I'm going to say... A mustache. Any, a partic- anyone's, anyone in particular? Either person or style? Um, just a... Uh, like, like McConaughey's a- Zappa from... Fast, no, uh, I'm the thinking movie you mentioned previously, like Magnum PI. Oh, the Jesus Christ is the opposite. No, that's that's the same. No, I, I think Hitler, the Hitler stash, a toothbrush yeah. mustache would be the opposite. So if, 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 if you're staying, if you're staying, if you're staying in, the staying mustache, in mustache wheel, yeah, yeah, right. I think you got to go right to the Hitler because I, I think we would agree that Magnum's is the preeminent mustache of our time. Right. And yeah. the uh, yeah, if you're going like uh, fame and infamy, you gotta you have to put right. those against each other. If you were yeah, just you go going ahead. out and about in the world, not in the mustache color wheel, what is the direct opposite of the mustache? A stinging uh, nettle. 
I can't. I can't. Boy, I can't. I can't do with that. I can't do nothing else. Because he's right. Yeah, it it burns. He's not. He's not wrong. It's a stinging nettle. And I I can't believe I can't believe you were able to just pull that out. That's amazing. Right then. I'm gonna get a call that, later. Beautiful. Like I'm gonna get a call on next Tuesday from Uncle Tom saying, Oh my god, he did it again. <laughs> I had to pull I had to pull over when Joe said the opposite of a mustache is a stinging nettle. I died. <laughs> And Tommy's good because he'll give you like the exact road and mile marker he was on. Right. (laughs) And then he'll say, he'll say, I was thinking when you asked the question, what would I answer? And I was going to say blueberry. And then Joe said stinging nettle. And I said, yep. Stinging nettle. I was, I was two miles south of Antioch and I had to pull over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You just uh, reminded me, have you seen the new, uh, the new line era caps called like the new like town editions. Nick, uh-uh. no. Oh my but I god! Have a Google they, device. they most cert- they most certainly are hats. Um, that's for sure. Um, they are fucking awful. Like whoever designed them should be shot, and then whoever okayed the designs should also be shot. They are uh, the the, the Cub <laughs> and they're, White they're Sox local hats, market caps. They're they're local market ca- they're the 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 local market caps. Yeah. Check those fucking atrocities out. I, I'm Googling it here. What reminded oh, wow. me of them Amid is, ridicule, New Era pulls its local market baseball cap collection. They pull them. Good. They're awful. What made me think of them <laughs> is when you said when you said I was two miles south of Antioch. The Chicago Cubs and White Sox hats, uh, somebody tweeted, they said, these hats scream, yeah, I'm from Chicago. Oh, yeah? Whereabouts? You know, Schaumburg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They, you know, I mean, they're great hats if I was a Funko Pop figure. (laughs) I so wish I knew what that was so I could laugh. They actually pulled them. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> they are, I mean, they are, they are awful. I gotta get a picture. The Cubs and White Sox ones had, um, like, clearly a Giordano's pizza on the back. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's heinous. <laughs> yeah, they're not good. How do you... Pu- you mm. You said it. Somebody needs to be fired and then shot and then fired again. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. Fired, What's... shot, and then shot again. And then smacked around. What is the color wheel opposite of Starburns? Ooh, that's a good question. Or Starburns. Color wheel. Wait. Well, that's. A... Sorry, I I got. I'm getting. A... Yeah, my bad. The opposite of a star burst is a is a is a sweet and salty Snickers, complete Ooh. with complete with Snickers dick vein. 
Mm. Yeah, okay. if you're within, if you're in the Candy Kingdom, yeah. The does that mean that you are or not a fan of Starburst? I don't really know which way. Which is the <laughs> warm color on that wheel? <laughs> I don't. I'm a fan of both things. I said. I just think they're the opposites of each other. Is that, no, is that is that at no point possible? if you're eating you can, a, at no point if you're eating a Starburst do you say you know what I want right now? Chocolatey, sweet, and salty. Right. So they're, or, they're completely opposites. Okay. Okay. Yep, the I'm real world opposite of a Starburst is actually Starburns, which is funny that you said that. <laughs> That's, it was subconscious. I see where my mind took me. It's very good. <laughs> Fucking Starburns. <laughs> I do Wasn't love he a like good a writer on character. SNL? I have oh, no dude, me too. idea. What is no, one of your favorite? What's what's your favorite secondary That's... character? I'm lost, man. I haven't watched oh. Lost in so long. Well, Me either. Right, you'd have to categorize what is what is a actual yeah. secondary what character. What makes secondary character? I mean, I yeah. like Linus. I think no, Desmond really is my secondary? favorite That's secondary character. Literally, what I was going to say was Desmond, but I wasn't sure if he was secondary. Or like, I like Richard yeah, Albert. See, I like. I like Ben Linus. I see. I think Linus is a secondary Too character. Main? As, he no, is? I think he's a, okay. I think is especially early on he's secondary. Maybe in the later two seasons he's a primary character. Maybe. Like Mr. Yeah, Echo. I'm so far removed from that show. Sure, Echo really me, got shafted. Give me a good secondary character on uh Who's your favorite secondary character in the MCU? Uh, of the heroes or just any, any character I'm in just, general? It, it's out there. Ha- Happy. Happy oh, Hogan. That's a good answer. That's, that's a, a really very, good answer. That's an incredible answer. That's an, that's, that's just, I, I'm just firing like I'm quick drawing like Doc Holliday. I was, gonna, I was thinking um, Everett Ross at first. Thunderbolt? That's, no, that's Martin Freeman's character. Oh, um, but I think you are. I mean, Happy Hogan is the epitome oh. of secondary character, right? That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Nick, you nailed that question. What's your favorite secondary character in uh, Major League? I've never seen Major League. God damn you, Joe. Well, he probably won't either unless we give him a thousand dollars. Dorn. Dorn. Is Dorn a... Is he a I, don't, I don't know what's character? the secondary in that. I mean, you've got the big. You, I mean, you've got. Um, I think you got it's Harry Doyle. Got Sheen. I think it's our guy. Bob yeah, Luker. you're right. I think it's Harry Doyle. Right. I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, that's not that's not Harry Doyle. Harry, that's you, Bob Euchre. It's Harry Doyle. Well, I'm looking at this here. So Corbin Burnson is the number three. If you look at like top the, cast, he's the really third guy. well. He was popular then. Tom Berenger, Charlie Sheen, Corbin Burnson, and then Margaret Witten. You, you got to well, go. There's to no numbers. way that there's no way Wesley Snipes is a secondary character. He's no, he, you got to go all the way to seven to get to Wesley Snipes. I I would say. Yeah, Charlie Donovan or or Harry Doyle. I will say, I think uh, having never seen Major League, I still believe the opposite on the 
the color wheel is basketball. For major league, it's probably a good idea. Yeah. That's probably a good. That's yeah. You oh, probably nailed both, that. In, within both, sports both, movies. Oh, I was gonna say. Hmm. No, I, I don't think. I don't think so. I, th- I think those are two. I guess they're both funny. So I'd have to pivot. There's gotta be the. There's like a hockey figure skating movie somewhere that's probably the opposite. Mm, of really. Like the Black Swan. <laughs> I think that, that, that's ballet. That bad. But, is it sure. that, or is it just Black Swan? I think Black it's Swan. Black Swan, okay. but it is also just ballet. Yeah. It could be. It could be Mighty Ducks two. Two. Could two. be the opposite on yeah. which on, has on the spinner. In my opinion, the penultimate secondary character. Which Not penultimate. Who? I didn't mean to say. Uh, I the didn't second mean to, say. to the secondary. <laughs> yes, he's he's almost the best secondary character. <laughs> It's not, that is not, that's not what I meant. Who are you, who are you going for? In, um, in D2. It's not, well, I'll tell you what, it's not Fulton Reed. It's not Les Averman. It's my guy, Guy St. Germain. Okay. What a great name. It, it pretty much is. <laughs> Fucking love it. You really ought to watch Letterkenny. Christ's sake. There's so many um, outstanding secondary characters. Hey, so. Are we thinking of uh, what is his name? JJ Saint JJ. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jean Jacques. Uh, fuck. Yeah, that's what I thought of when I thought of Saint Germain. I would watch it, but no Jacques one's Pierre, paying Jean-Jacques. me one thousand dollars. Jerk off noise. Jerk off noise. <laughs> oh, he got he got you there. It's, I'll do what you want if you give me lots of money. Jerk off noise. Jerk off noise. <laughs> it's only $250 for me. Wax, 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 wax. Right. Jerkoff.gif. Uh-huh. Anyway, I think that's a great game, Nick, that we should play more often. Yeah, it's a, it's a good filler. That kind of 15 good, minutes. That's a good little do review. What have you been geeking on since we... Are there. you asking? Are you asking? Do I get to go first? Yeah, Next? we're gonna shake for it up. reals. Yeah, holy moly! What have I been geeking on? I tell you, let me. Uh, the thing that I'm uh, my son. That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with my son. He has uh, uh, impressed me lately uh, to a point where I don't. I almost can't contain myself. Uh, he just graduated. Gamer? Just graduated sixth grade today. Um, That's a whole other show topic. And uh, so graduations uh, are for diplomas only. (laughs) That's not that's not Matt's fault. So he. Let me tell you, though, what about his graduation? I loved. So he's a super smart kid, and I'll tell you why. He has not liked his teacher this year. Who's his teacher um, this year? You can tell me off air. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say her name. She, uh, she's awful. Uh, Macklin, just not a big fan. And he had a chance to read an essay uh, at the graduation ceremony today. And he did kind of a, like an anti-Chekhov's gun, right? 
Sure. He starts it off by saying, I would like to tell you some of the good things and then some of the bad things about the school. Oh, wow. All right. And he, and he lists all these <clears throat> fond memories he's had since he's been there from uh, preschool through sixth grade now. So eight years. And uh, six, seven, nine years. Yeah. And he talks about his first grade teacher, kindergarten teacher, which was his mother, first grade teacher, second grade teacher, third grade teacher, fourth grade teacher, fifth grade teacher. Huh. And then concludes his essay. He ends it. <laughs> and he, wow. he, he, says, he says, so first I'd like to tell you about all the good things. And then we'll talk. And, you know, I want to talk about the good things and the bad things about Sacred Heart. I'd like to start with all the good things. And he mentions every teacher he had from kindergarten through fifth grade. And then says, uh, thank you. And sits back down. Watch. And That's really solid. He left this understood, like, bad thing. I don't, I don't, he left this understood bad he thing. He put the teacher on blast at graduation? Right, right in front of her. Arguably, no, because he didn't say a thing about her. Didn't say a thing about her. The left her the, on red. The void, though, was palpably filled with, but what's the bad thing? It must be the one teacher he didn't talk about. And it was so implied. It was, it was, it was wonderful. Is it she was universally I, despised? There are oh, many things yes. that he could be. I almost want him to be an English major so that he can become a really amazing writer. That sounds amazing. That's fantastic. That was, it was really well done. And I asked him afterwards because that's the other thing, too, is that his whole class... Uh, came out and we had a big pool party um hamburgers hot dogs the kids play we played some kickball with the parents and some football and it was just a great time and they're a bunch of great kids and afterwards i asked him about his speech i was like hey so you never said the bad is that was that like was that on purpose and he said yes it was implied and i was like <laughs> my man, my yeah. man. <laughs> So on top of everything from not complaining once about his, his broken arm and missing all the baseball and, and stepping up when his team needed him and, and, and having a great game, uh, all of that aside, I could not have been more pleased at that essay he wrote uh, for his sixth grade graduation. And I just... Uh, How did I'm he just get take- picked to write it, to, to present said essay? Did everybody get th- a moment? Everybody had to write an essay of like, like, tell me about your time here at the school. And he was chose to read it. I mean, he is a he is a what great. Is, who chose re- it? Like the principal. Can they? He's a great orator. Like he, he speaks really well in front of people. He reads very well. He reads in church all the time. Um. And so I don't know if that just like, hey, we're going to have Macklin read because we know he does it well. I don't know if oh. his, maybe yeah. they didn't pick up on what he was saying. I picked up on it right away. And it turns out like my dad did. And there were some other people that were there. And they're like, so, Mac, you, like you didn't say the bad part. And he was like, yes, I did. <laughs> I was like, hmm. dude, you are the man. So that's not, what I'm geeking on. I'm geeking on my 
I'm geeking on my son, my uh, my little dude, Pristy who is uh, not even a uh, not even a young man anymore. He's just a dude. That's awesome. So. Awesome. I do love a good yeah meta blast. Good for him. <laughs> it was very meta. Nick, how about you, man? Uh after some time and consideration and lack of other things available, we stumbled our way into black sales. Oh, my man. Yes. Ah. Finally. It's on DVD. Whoa. Can't find it anywhere, but one of Lindsay's friends has it on DVD, and apparently they all flicked their bean over Charles Vane, apparently. This is what's going on in life circles. I was never a Charles Vane guy, but that's fine. I mean, it's not from my clitoris, but whatever. Um, (laughs) So it's... For next week, not to bury the lead, but next week we're going to talk about uh, Black Sails will come up again next week, but we have made it through the whole first season and part of the second. We've been kind of, it's fucking good. It's really Uh, good. It's it's really good, and I I kind of need to talk more about why. Uh, um, uh, So I know you are a fan. And yep, it's another case where I I didn't really understand what the show was based on just the title. I was assuming something different. Uh, uh, so yeah, anyway, that we're we're geeking on that pretty hard. Mm-hmm. I, I'm enjoying finding something to be uh, looking forward to watching. You yeah, know, that's a little bit dramatic. So yeah, yeah dude, I'm a, I'm I, I was a fan from the theme song on that theme yeah. song is baller, which is also part of what I want to talk about. Uh, yeah, is. The power Absol- of the power of a good uh, show intro, as well as the well. Let's I'll I tell you what. Let's 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 hold that for next week because I I could talk yeah, black yeah. sales with you forever. Yeah, it's uh, all next week. So I, I'm we're geeking on black sales. Uh, nice. Did you hold on? Sure. Did you know that Toby Stevens, who plays Captain Flint, mm-hmm. do you know who his mm-hmm. you know who his mother is? Like in I have real no life? idea. No Minerva, idea. Minerva McGonagall. What? That checks out. That yeah. totally plays. Is oh that's Dame that's nice. Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie Smith. I'm gonna tell is is his I'll mother. That she'll, she'll get a, a kick out of that. That's cool. It, it's very cool. And he uh, so I, it actually this is funny that you said it because in my Facebook memories today, um, a quote of I I shared a quote of his from Black Sales. Um, it's one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes of all time. And I'm not going to read it here because we'll talk about it next week. But uh, it's just neat that you brought it up because it is uh, James Flint is one of my favorite characters on TV ever. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty baller. So anyway, cool. man. I'm glad I'm glad you're liking it. I'm there's a there was a chance you brought up black sales and you'd be and I was I was hoping you didn't say I hated it. It was like, oh, shit, (laughs) it'd be it'd be pretty hard to. And that's why I want to talk about what like. As I've watched some of the, uh, the 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 fringe benefit of watching it on DVD is there's you know all sorts of behind the scenes and like makings of which right. I've watched and there's some some pretty pretty interesting things there to unpack. So that's rad. It is. Uh, Joe, you didn't call I'm tempted to say we should start 
we should start unpacking it with you're watching it on DVD. <laughs> right. I mean, very, very I, strange. I it's a very old fashioned sentence these days. It, it's very, very, yeah, it's niche, as they yeah, say. Yeah, I like it. Is Netflix mailing it to you or did you buy no, it? Uh, no, one of Lindsay's friends bought them. And oh, gotcha. Did you say that already? Brought, no, I was just wasn't making I did. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yep. I apologize. Indeed. Yeah, they were telling me. It just doesn't her to fit into it. my schema of the world. That's fair. It's, <sighs> and, and I, it, it, we've gone to spoiled so fast that the DVD watching is irritating because the next episode doesn't just start itself. Uh, so it's <laughs> yeah. annoying. And then, and then right when you're really fucking into an episode and you're thinking, all right, I'm going to stay up late and kind of mini binge this. The DVD ends. Disc two. <laughs> yep. You know, it's like, fuck oh, it, i go to bed. I'm already up. I'm going to bed. So Fucking DVDs. Right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm I'm also geeking on uh, on things that I I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of uh, on DVD. I finished the new series of uh, of Castlevania. No, on Netflix. Mm. On Netflix, the uh, the season four of Castlevania came out this uh, last weekend, and uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, it was not as good as the previous seasons. And it is a shame that Netflix just ends things after four seasons. Um, although I understand why in this case that they, they, they just, it just felt rushed. There was a lot of story that they could have continued. And there was some stuff that, um, for those of you who've seen Game of Thrones and have read the books, felt very Dornish, um, where they just sort of abruptly stopped the storyline. Um, but... It was fun. I still think it's maybe if it's among was the best, if not the best. With a spoon? Uh, no, no. Or butter knife. Uh, there might have been a couple people burned with butter knives. So sort of Dornish. Okay. Very yeah, well. yeah. So just uh, the sort of sudden abrupt ends of storylines is what I'm comparing it to. Yeah. Fuck that. But uh, you know they they wanted it to end after four seasons. The uh, the the showrunner, I guess, is like a sexual predator or something. So I get it. Um, but it, it just it just needed this like that one more season, and it would have been perfect. Um, but it was great. It's still, I think, probably the best adaptation of video game into a, a, a watch it story, whether a TV or movie. Um, it's still excellent, and it was a very satisfying ending, I thought. So uh, I, I recommend it. If you're into Castlevania, if you ever played the games, go watch it on Netflix. Um, I also, I think on advice of, uh, of Ryan and Rob from last week, dove into uh, Love, Death, and Robots. And uh, really enjoyed it. Very good. I agree with the assessment that the uh, the last one was weird. The drowned giant. The drowned the drowned giant was weird. I was I was expecting it to do something. Yeah. And one thing I didn't. Did you notice in the background of the episode that one of the shops that the uh, the scientist drove by was the same shop from the one that took place in the far future where people had to have licenses to breed? No. Yeah, it was the same toy shop in the background. Hmm, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So the first one, 
I've never ex- experienced the Uncanny Valley quite as much as I did watching those people with those faces fight the vacuums. <laughs> the people with those faces. That's funny. <laughs> you know exactly uh, what I mean, though, if you've seen I it. do know what you mean. I don't. So, that's weird. Yeah. Go watch it. It'll take you, like, it's literally a 10-minute clip. You can watch it while you poop. Um, it's uh, it's good. I I enjoyed the whole thing. I I really liked the the one that you pointed out, Snow in the Desert. Um, I also really enjoyed. I I really really loved the uh, the one with the immortal people who like uh, to have children. You have to give up your immortality. What mm-hmm. a cool concept! Yeah, that so, was good. That was yeah. good, and I, I, I just, I can't get enough of snow in the in the desert. That was, yeah. uh, that was fantastic. I want more of that world. Yes. Also, the um, I would watch a feature length film about the Santa alien creature. Yes. What a cool <laughs> concept. Yes. So, uh, that's that's Gross. gonna haunt my nightmares in the best of ways. <laughs> going forward <laughs> nick if you have if you can spare seven minutes sometime in the next week okay. uh i highly recommend all through the house in season two of love death and robots you can break it down by it's seven the, minutes long it's 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 a it's the it's, the it's episode the all through the house shorter ones uh-huh. it is six show. minutes and 51 seconds long yeah okay all right. It's on Netflix, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Love, Death, and Robots season two, all through the house. I, I really, I really liked that one. I don't know that you'll like it, but I really liked it, and I would like other people to experience it. Are you making that your due review for next week? I am now. There you go. Yeah. Why not? Make yep. it so. All right. Convinced me. Talked me into it. Hey, if you liked what you heard uh, and you want to have other people like it too the best way you could do it is go to the uh, uh apple uh, icon podcast thing purple icon thing for apple give us a five give star us five review. stars tell us what you think the opposite of concrete is on the color wheel i think it's nitrogen and gas it- uh, a bologna and mayonnaise sandwich. Black Santa. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, write to us on the socials. Go to that website that I think Rob made. Violentpress.com. Yeah. yeah. Or, Rob uh, made you know. Me. Yeah, and Joe sells swag at a different website. It's called. GCL.threadless.com. It's GCL.threadless. GCL. GCL.com. So, uh, yeah. I can never remember the Patreon feed, Joe. What is that? It is patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Why can't I remember that? Go to Patreon. Give us some ducats. do things. Yeah. You don't even have to bribe Joe to watch a movie. Just heckle Mm -mm. him. And eventually he'll give. He has to watch The Godfather, and what was the one we earlier that he should have seen? I'll watch Major League. I haven't thrown a gauntlet down for Major League. I'll go watch Major League. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Well, do that. If you you (laughs) pledge $5, Joe will watch Major League, and he'll be better. Yeah, we're already at like $30 a month, so I'll watch Major League. It's fine.
Call your grandparents. Hats for Wait, bats. Is there another thing? Oh, yeah. Don't forget to check out the comedy oh, podcast club on go to Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Absolutely. And if we you have invites. Ask Ryan or me. I just got re-hit up. I'm, I'm sitting currently on seven. Yeah, so. I got six. I got six of those. Yeah. So hit me, hit me up. We'll throw those around. Yeah. Don't All forget right, to check out the pre-show at eight o'clock Central, nine o'clock Eastern on on Clubhouse. So it's bye everybody. Parks and Rec episode where Tom Haverford's wearing uh, coonskin hats. I got to go watch it. So I'll see. That's you later. and that's also what we're talking about on next week's pre-show. Bye. Hell yeah. Cheers. Everybody, as always, we want to give a special shout out and extra thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, you know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy, Sam Ulstercaster, uh, Popcap Williams, Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, a man fans, a man Rondo, Brandon Rust. Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova, Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L, uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily, um, who else we got? Somebody said, oh, yeah, Old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product without you. Thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle Flap. And the Hoosie.
motherfucker!